convert it into an MP3 or something. Okay, well that's all on you. <laughs> Wait, is it is it going? It says recording. Yeah. All right. Do we need a theme song? Um. All right. Nice job. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Just made it. This is. I was thinking. This is probably like the worst. <laughs> <laughs> the worst development of 2020 if we release a <laughs> I will create a podcast that is so toxic. <laughs> like no one asked for this. No, no. <laughs> I think just these people specifically asked for it to not happen. <laughs> um, I once threatened to do this and I got several like cease and desist letters from, you know, like my family, the governor, um, some like local religious figures. Um, <laughs> Mm-hmm. So that's fun. But anyway, for our audience, for the listeners at home. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's just get right into it. So we, so far we've watched. For the eight. listeners at home, Ben and I are trying to find the, um, the true meaning of Christmas. True meaning of Christmas. We're trying to figure out the true meaning of Christmas. Um, so far, it's mostly just dead parents. But <laughs> yeah, wait. Wait, so, so we've watched eight. Uh, so Christmas, movies Christmas movies on on Netflix, like like the really bad Hallmark movies. And we've made some pretty interesting oh, discoveries. Netflix originals. Yeah, but they're the same thing. Yeah. So let's run through the list, uh, chronological order. What we watched first, day one, we watched two. In fact, <laughs> watch. Operation Christmas Drop first, and then immediately followed by Christmas Wedding Planner, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> Which, in in perspective, mean <laughs> Operation Christmas Drop seemed like an absolute dream. We'll 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 we'll, we'll get into all that. We'll get into our reviews in a second. So then we, we right, and then we watched both. Or no, sorry. Then we watched like whatever it is, Royal Christmas Prince or just Christmas Prince. Uh, but we skipped the first one <laughs> and we watched the second one and then the third one <laughs> the first <laughs> the first movie probably would not have helped in the slightest <laughs> no i think it's pretty indi- it's pretty telling what's going on like i i don't i didn't need any any guidance to know yeah. what was happening then um, then it was christmas with a view um christmas inheritance <laughs> hometown holiday and mm-hmm. Nobody's heard of most of these, but um, they're yeah. They're all the same. Don't Even worry. So we've made a definitive ranking of these eight. Yeah. Um, that is it is all it, it it is pending uh, review as we watch more. But for right now, so what? So our number one. What was our number? Okay, so our number one. I, I have got the list. Where right right could we go? Should what? we start at the worst in, or should we start at the best? No, we should, we should save the worst for last. Yeah, start with the best. Because okay. we're not going to have too much to say about the, the good ones. Yeah, because... It, or like really the mediocre ones. It was, yeah, it's, it wasn't even they were good. It's just that they weren't <laughs> that offensive. Yeah, as bad as the other ones. So coming in hot at number one is Christmas Inheritance. That one was like pretty decent <laughs> as far as movies go. Oh, yeah. Okay, no, that one was good. <laughs> No, that one, okay. So this one, so Christmas inheritance. It took me a second to remember. So it's this girl who the, this she, girl. she's like the uh, like the daughter or, yeah. or like the 
uh, what's the term for it where you're like heiress yeah yeah the heiress to to like this this like multinational toy company yeah this big toy company and what was it called hearth and home and hearth toy (laughs) which is very a really weird name for toy like you have hasbro like lego yeah like hey buddy you want some home and hearth toys toys it literally sounds like something from like 1930 like norman rockwell like (laughs) Uh it, it doesn't but whatever. Um, anyway, yeah, her dad, for some reason, thinks that she's, like, a little bit too much of a party girl, a little bit, like, too preppy or, like, crazy. Yeah, because at the beginning of the movie, she, like, goes crazy at a party, and she falls over, and it's all over the she news. Do She just did, like, a backflip, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. First of all, yeah, I don't know how she knew how to do all those cartwheels or backflips. Yeah. Um, and then, anyway, it was, it was, like, a big story. Because the yeah. New York Post apparently had nothing else happening that day. <laughs> um, and oh. yeah, and the dad sends her like. He sends her like on this mission. He's like, he's like, it's a tradition where you got to like deliver this like handwritten letter to my uncle. Yeah. They, or like, like her uncle. They, they or, or, or like the, the guy who like he partnered with to found the toy company. Yeah. And he, the motives are just a little shaky. But oh, right. Because like, it started in like this one town. Like, they started the toy company in this one town, and then, like, when they got big, they, like, moved to New York or whatever. Lives. Right. What was it called? Like, Thunder Valley or some shit? No, that was uh, Christmas with a View. Okay. Well, it, it, had, it had some stupid name of a town, and he... It was, it, yeah. It was somewhere in, like, the Midwest, and the dad sends her on a mission, and she only gets, like, $100 in cash. Well, it wasn't has, in the Midwest. It was, like, uh-huh. snow. I thought it was like Vermont or something. Midwest has snow. Yeah, but she took like a train there from New York. Remember, she took a bus. Oh. She took a Greyhound. She took a fucking Greyhound and literally Mm. had no idea how it worked. Right, right. Yeah, and then like her suitcase rolls into the street, gets destroyed by a taxi. The start of the movie was very tough, um, a little convoluted of a plot, but it got a lot better. The romantic interest was like cute enough. Mm-hmm. Um, how did it end? I don't remember how it ended. It, well, because because she was she didn't wasn't planning to stay in this town for very long, right? Um, be, because like she but she couldn't find the uncle. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, the because uncle. the uncle was like in on it, so he was oh. like he was like waiting for like her to like learn what it's like to live in a small town and have a community and all of these things. Which um, is I think is which. Is that the true meaning of Christmas, then? Yeah, I, well, that's what we're trying to find out. What is the true and meaning of a Christmas movie? More, the most important character in the movie was Andy McDowell. Andy McDowell, famed actress um, from Groundhog's Day. She <laughs> was the, like, town... Oh, right, right. Like, restaurant, too. Like, there was, like, one restaurant in the town or some shit, and, like, she was, like... The yeah, and she was the... Keeper. kindest he, person imaginable yes oh she was the most i felt so safe character. watching her character <laughs> she's a really great character and she's a really good actress and i loved it and she made the whole movie she she elevated it to number one it yes. would have been bang average <laughs> if not for exactly also the actress in christmas inheritance it was super hot so that was bonus points for me well now we're not gonna get fun any uh sponsors <laughs> Now you just made it too horny. Anyway. Oh, man. Yeah, we're going to have to put a rating on this. Right. 
<laughs> to, do, to do a disclaimer. Anyway, so let's let's move on because that movie was kind of good, so it's not as funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now we're going back to our OG motivation for starting this was Operation Christmas Drop. <laughs> Operation Christmas Drop had absolutely like First zero of all, romantic like development and then all of a sudden at the end they just make out mm-hmm, exactly yeah it's like and first of all it's also based on like a real yeah a real operation event. Uh, operation Chris- oh my god <laughs> which they only reveal at the end of the movie they're like this is still real and you're like what the fuck <laughs> is this real to begin with it's a real thing all right, well, some of us aren't as lucky as you to be so intelligent. <laughs> wow, sassy. <laughs> um, yeah, so it was... It takes about, place... She's like this stupid little, like, legislative aide for a congresswoman. She's an aide to a congresswoman. And, and, and apparently, this congresswoman wants to, like, slash funding at, like... She needs to cut funding from, like, three military bases. So she sends this bitch to Guam to investigate the very extensive military base there. Yeah, this girl who has absolutely uh, no knowledge of how military bases work in the slightest. Yeah. And she's like, she's like, I can't believe I'm going to Guam for Christmas. I can't spend it with my family. Also, like, just the idea of, like, cutting the, one of the most, like, tactically important <laughs> military bases. In, yeah, and putting it all in the hands of this random legislative one, aide one, who's, one, like, 25. Yeah. Um, so she goes there and he picks her up in his jeep well he is he there's some like guy like a a, a air force guy that's like assigned to her and like to show her around and stuff yeah Um, and he's he's uh, attractive but somehow so boring and he was so perfect too he had no flaws yeah like tragic backstory um he didn't have good motivation for like wanting to help wanting to do humanitarian aid well, he was doing humanitarian aid. He's in the United States Air Force. That's the opposite of humanitarian aid. <laughs> <laughs> that, that yeah, but he's like, I just want to spend Christmas joy um, for all these, all these. Did he have a backstory? Did he have a family or was he just like spawned? I don't know. I said tragic backstory, but now that I think about it, I have honestly no idea. I don't think they fleshed oh, his character out. Of that story. No. <laughs> um, and there was literally just no, like, there was this really shitty CGI lizard. Oh my god, the lizard! They, instead of filming, like, first of all, I feel like it, if you're, if you're going to make something CGI, right, like, you want it to be, like, believable. But they decided to put a cross between, like, a cartoon lizard and a CGI lizard. Yeah, I just... So it I, was, it didn't end up looking like a real lizard at all. No. It looked wrong. And it was in her apartment in Guam, um, and it was on the wall for so long, and they kept filming it up close when it looked so bad. Yeah. I don't. Really <laughs> At one point, we were like, "Why are they still showing us the fucking lizard?" Yeah, they were. There was some like deeper meaning to it or something, but I repressed it. <laughs> uh, all right, um, and then it ends with like the congresswoman flies down, and she's like. Like, like, because the whole time, the the girl, the legislative aide, is, like, getting attached to this hot guy and, like, the really important work that he's doing with Operation Christmas Drop. They don't actually, like, um, 
but but she also has to like cut funding so she's like oh no i don't know what to do because i would probably like lose my job and then the congresswoman flies down there and is like fuck you you're doing a bad job but then she's like hey what about the spirit of christmas and then they (laughs) wait and at the end for operation christmas drop they're like like the whole premise is that they're using like the the military base there as a launch point to like fly over all of these like uh like isolated islands in the pacific and like drop them like from the planes like a bunch of like supplies and stuff and food and like all this crap um but they were just dumping out the back of the cargo plane like into the middle of the ocean (laughs) and they had to go and like fucking swim out there to go and get it people on the islands had to like just sort of just go out to go get it and shit i don't know Virginia Madsen's character was just a total bitch of a legislative aide, and then she just like so yeah, Virginia Madsen like the Congress. No, she was the Congresswoman. Yeah, she just like shows up. You don't know any actresses. She, you don't know any. You don't. I don't. That's why I asked. (laughs) She just shows up, and then they're like, she's like, well, I'm gonna cut the funding to this whole base, and then they're like, okay, well. No, oh. we're gonna go do this anyway. Why don't you just come with us? And then she's like, "Wow, now I understand the right. shooting. Exactly. And also, there was a a hurricane too. Remember, this was like the the like uh, climax. Was oh, that there was a hurricane yeah. that was coming, and suddenly, it, and they were like, "Oh no, we can't do Operation Christmas Drop because we can't fly in this weather conditions." And then the next day, it was completely gone. Yeah, the hurricane was like, you know what? It's Christmas. <laughs> I'm not much of like a climatologist. I don't know. Um, also, are aren't they not called hurricanes in the Pacific? Aren't they typhoons? I mean, I really do not know. Am I stupid? Yes. Is that real? Let's move on. All right. So that was Operation Christmas Drop. So that movie was a gem. Hi, that's climatology class. Welcome. That movie was a gem, followed immediately by Christmas Wedding Planner, but. All right, coming in third, we've got Princess Switch. This one was Vanessa Hudgens. We just yes. watched this Yeah, one. this was Vanessa Hudgens' masterpiece. Um, kind of stupid. It was, but, I, but there was a plot. There was a follow. There was a decently followable plot. It's so convoluted, especially compared to some of the other movies where there's, like, the complete void of a plot. <laughs> this had so much plot. Like, I got, like, plot whiplash. Because uh-huh. like the plot just <laughs> dark. You don't have, yeah, immediately. You don't have time you, to. You don't. You don't. There's no character development in the first fifteen minutes. Like you literally just like. Like there's there's no useless scenes at the beginning. No. It, but then Versus the rest, some of these other movies we watched yeah. were useless until like maybe an hour in. Yeah. So if plot that. wise, very convoluted, but at least there was a plot. Mm-hmm. Um, it was cute enough. It was just, it was pleasant. Um, yeah, honestly, I have no thoughts about Prisoner Switch. Like, it was just, it was, it, it, I feel like it's, like, the true neutral of our list. Very. Like, very I have no extremely negative or extremely positive thoughts about it. Yeah, Vanessa Hudgens is, like, she's very pleasant. It wasn't, like, it was, it was nice. It was very, mine. It was, mm-hmm. it was weird. It's weird, though, because it's, like, it should be, like, a shut off my brain and just watch kind of movie. But, like, it was a little, like... Yeah, you had to actually pay attention to kind of know what was going on at the start. Yeah, because I was kind like, of especially like, because then they switched and they were this, they looked the same. So yeah. you were like, wait, who's who? Like one had a British accent, but sometimes they were like out of character. 
talking to each other again and i was like wait yeah like I got a little thrown at times, but mm-hmm. I like, I really like how the whole plot was just motivated by Vanessa Hudgens wanting to get like revenge on her ex boyfriend for having a new girlfriend. Like she wasn't going to go to Belgravia and then she sees him. Oh, right. Talking about. Like, and then she goes to Belgravia. And I just, I love. Talking about Central Europe. I, I love Spike. Belgravia? Belgravia? Um, this brings us to our next pair of movies uh, Royal Christmas Prince 2 and 3 or I think it's just Christmas Prince I don't know The Christmas Prince, The Royal Wedding and then The Christmas Prince, The Royal Baby Right, right, yeah because yeah because the baby's royal. Um, so this this one isn't Belgravia; it's Aldovia. So all of these places um, are in Central European. Are they in the same universe? I, I guess so. Like they I just they just true. took like where Hungary is and they just xed it out and put fake countries there, including I one country like that's completely Asian out of absolutely nowhere. The, um, was it Christmas Prince Three where they have the map? Yeah, the map. We saw the map in Christmas Prince Three. I feel like I saw Belgravia on there. Or am I crazy? Oh, really? Wow, we got to go back and find yeah, out. Well, I guess I feel like they might occur in the same universe because they're both Netflix produced. Right. They're both Netflix originals. Yo, do you think Netflix is trying to create a cinematic universe for Christmas I think, movies? Yeah, I think Netflix is trying to create a cinematic universe. Wow. Marvel, watch out, you know. Yeah. This this and the Irishman <laughs> all take place in the same <laughs> <movie after. laughs> Okay, so so we didn't watch Christmas Prince one because fuck that. We started with the second one. Yeah, we didn't, yeah. Um so so in the second one she's already like fallen in love with like the prince or whatever after like coming from her humble beginnings as a journalist and fucking somewhere in the okay, she's not a journalist, she just a blogger. She's a, a blogger, sorry. A, a she blogger. calls herself a journalist, but she just fucking blogs. <laughs> right. So she like blogs she the whole time. My readers. Uh. And she's like telling her readers how lovely it is to have come to Aldovia. First of all, okay, so a couple things to note. One, what was ugliest castle, ugliest hair? castle I've ever seen in a movie. Though, <laughs> no. Yeah, the, the, the castle was hideous. It was half brick, half Tudor house. It was so weird. <laughs> so bad. It was it literally atrocious. Georgetown, but like, atrocious. Here, but like as a castle, weird. Um, yeah, like, you know, it's not something you really necessarily flex. It was, it especially was, if you're the leader of a small country um so right and she so so they get so they're getting married and she wants to give her input on all of these like yeah christmas prince too gets very economics running like yeah policy planning and stuff like christmas prince too i feel like i like got like credits towards like right because she, exactly right because she's like becoming the queen now right or is yeah. 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 Um. Like he's the king. I think. Oh no! It's, I guess it's called Christmas Prince. What? Wait, is that what it's called? Christmas Prince too? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's called it's called the Christmas Prince. Alright, so never mind. So he's not the king. Wait, what? No, he's the king. He's the king in the second one. He's the king, I think. <laughs> Wait, why is it called Christmas Prince then? Maybe he was just the prince of the first one. Oh, yeah, true. Maybe maybe there was some time lapse between the first and one. And then they get and then they're getting married in the second one. Right. And the what happens? What happens? What's so, the wedding? Oh yeah, she wants to have like control over her wedding. She wants to like, yeah, like discard to the royal okay. traditions. Mm-hmm. And people are like, ah. Oh. And then they have Sahil. Like, special. And then her daughter <laughs> her dad is like, 
Her dad is just like. Her dad is like, who wants hot dogs? Because he's yeah, like, he's supposed to be like the stereotypical New, New Yorker. Yeah. yeah. Um, then they introduce this guy, Sahil, who's like the gay wedding planner. Mm-hmm, right, right, Sahil. The only character with a little bit of pizzazz. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, and also the whole time, she is the boringest person alive. She's so boring. She's so boring. So Um, granola. What was the conflict in the second? There was a conflict, I remember. Um, The wedding. uh, There there was like all the economic issues in Aldovia. I know that. Oh, yeah, because uh, because uh, someone was like stealing money from them. Yeah. Or or like uh, like siphoning it out to like private corporations. So none of the money... So, so, it was like yeah. staying within the country. It was so like country, going outside. The people of the country were really getting angry, and she was like, "Oh, oh yeah, yeah," because there were people who were like, like unionizing. Yeah, they were like protesting. And then she, and then she like met with the union leader, and, and she was like, "I just want to know how you feel." Yeah, it was like it's hard for me too. Yeah, <laughs> she, she met with this guy who was like, "I'm poor and I've lost my job," and she's like, "Well, it's hard for me too because like my wedding isn't going as perfectly." <laughs> All right, everyone has a cross to bear, and I was yeah. like, "And he's no. like, I can't feed my child." Yeah. Uh, and then, so and then she went home. And anyway, blood. this is where we started to have a gut feeling that uh, Aldovia has homeless legs. Oh yeah, <laughs> we think that Aldovia has like spikes on the like benches to like prevent mm-hmm. people from. I feel like there's a little bit of like anti-homeless in uh in Aldovia yep. based on their uh their treatment approach to Twitter. economic policies. Uh, so that's the second one. Um, I don't. Remember. Someone, I forget who was the culprit. It was uh, like it was like his it was like, the uncle. It was like the uncle or something from Mon- the uncle that was like had moved visiting co or something. Yeah, some called, weird shit. They called him in to like fix the economy but then it turned out he was the one that was actually stealing from the economy mm-hmm. and it made all these like shell companies which is actually kind, it was like actually kind of like yeah that part actually like held up yeah realistically it was, like, really, like, interesting it was like actually like interesting and there was like a good amount of like white collar crime and then they threw him in the dungeon and that was like fun right and then, and then apparently he dies in the dungeon too is that the true meaning of christmas white collar crime I guess so. Okay. I mean, as we know from Home Alone, it's definitely not blue it's collar. It's not blue collar crime. <laughs> it's not that because that is you not, get it's not blue collar crime. Collar you crime. Get lucky, yeah. So. <laughs> um, okay, so Christmas Prince three, the royal baby. Uh, yes. This one now she's knocked up. Prego, and there's like this whole thing about like an alliance format or like. They, yeah, like, there, there was an alliance between Aldovia and Pringle or whatever. <laughs> Pangolia. Oh, Pangolia. 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 Isn't that, the, isn't that an animal? It's a pangolin. <laughs> Pangea. So they, yeah, Pangea. Panglia. Wisconsin and Pangea. So Aldovia once had a, a long time ago had a war and then they made a, a treaty, which apparently for some reason. It they renews on Christmas. They have, but they have to specifically. They have to specifically renew it every year. On yeah, Christmas. and it's like in a different country each year. So last year it was in Panglia. So this year, it's it, in Aldovia, it, and it's like a scroll. Which and, it, and it's like, apparently, if they don't sign it on Christmas, then they're automatically at war again. Which is like, <laughs> I feel like you can just yeah, that's the whole thing where they're like, the whole time they're like, oh my god, we need to because because then they the scroll gets stolen or lost. 
and they're like, holy shit, we need to find the scroll, otherwise we're de facto at war again. Which is like you can Which is like, you know, both both of you like the leaders of Panglia are staying at the royal castle in Aldovia. Mm -hmm. Like you could easily be like, hey man, um (laughs) you know like 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 going to war is very much a like active thing you don't just like accidentally be you don't just like stumble into a war and you're like oh shit yeah like the united states didn't just like accidentally invade iraq like we like like there's there's a level of agency that was just like not present um at all so i do feel like whoever yeah whoever their poli sci advisor for the second one was kind of let them drop the ball on this on the third but, um, <laughs> yeah i mean i feel like this country's been dropping the ball on a lot of things um but there's some very fun char- new characters with queen ming from panglia mm-hmm. yeah exactly so everyone from panglia is asian apparently so they came to aldovia and they were trying to set them up as like villains even yeah, like, they, they were yeah, making they queen ming out to be like so sus yeah and then she actually turned out to be the best character but there was like no development to that like just all of a sudden she was just right like it was only for that first scene and then like immediately after that scene had passed like she was not portrayed in that way ever again i'm pretty sure they just set it up to like cast doubt on who it was that like stole the the scroll the 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 treaty Mm -hmm. Uh, right kind of play into like the stereotypes and all that are present in media about surrounding asian american or asian people and how they're like considered Mm -hmm. or some shit like that and it was like a little racist but like yeah Um, moving on (laughs) and then moving on then we found uh wait so the royal baby yeah and then also like Oh, and then she gets uh, yeah, and then she then she has birth. Oh my god! Oh, she and she birth. finds out no, and she also finds out that like her baby, like part part of the like terms of the treaty are like if it's not signed, then like the firstborn child is gonna get cursed. cursed. And for some reason, she feel like a treaty needs believes it so hardcore. Yeah, she's like, um, wow, I can't believe this is definitely gonna happen. And everyone's yeah, like, yeah. yo, that's just like some old like magic stuff. That's not real. And she's like, no, it's real. <laughs> yeah. And we're like, bitch, you've been, like, oh. throwing away all of Aldovia's, like, traditions in every other sense. Yeah. And then and she gives birth, and it's very pretty. She literally, she literally just, like, has one cramp, and they're, like, they're like labor. And I'm like, that's not, none of Yeah, like, her water doesn't break. She's, like, walking around while she's, like, in labor. Yeah, she's perfect. And, like, talking to people. She's like, ow, ooh. Ow, like she literally didn't like look like she was in less pain than when I'm constipated. Like <laughs> and somehow they were like, Oh, like she's crowning. And I'm like, What? You're like, do you understand how yeah, so anyway, no one oh, who and then wrote that movie has ever had birth. In full face of makeup, which I was like, Okay. Uh, <laughs> you ever like has any like who wrote this movie and have you ever even heard of the concept of giving birth? Absolutely not. All right. In the interest of time, let's move on. What dilation was. In the interest of time. What time? Do we have a time limit? Oh, my watch is dead. No, Um, we want to make it as engaging as possible. And fuck Christmas when sweet. Well, the engagement's the first one. (laughs) Because now we're getting to the... Now we're getting to the three worst ones. Oh, the Holy Trinity. These are going to take up so much time. Number... Coming in... Because I don't remember them anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Number six. Christmas wedding planner. Yeah, when we, watch, when, when, I watch, when we watched Christmas Wedding Planner the first time, I was like, oh, cool. I have officially seen the worst movie of all time. But no. <laughs> so there's two more. 
Christmas wedding planner. Like the funniest thing about Christmas wedding planner was that the like the main character, like the actress for the main character, couldn't deliver her lines properly. <laughs> she was stumbling through every single one, and like maybe her character was written that way to be. Uh, like or she was directed that way but it's so funny because yeah. every line she delivers she's like um she's just so awkward and yeah. like stuttering through the lines no in the filming of it like so many times she's like line line <laughs> um, um so the plot for this movie is like she's starting a like wedding planning business and she's doing her first wedding as her cousin and um, her cousin is being investigated by a private investigator. Yeah. He's also her ex-boyfriend. Right, right, right. He's a PI, but or her ex. But he's her ex. Um, and he's, he's investigating her, and he was hired by someone mysterious. Or he's, he's not investigating her. He's investigating her fiancé. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, so what, what even happens? Like, she... So, first of all, nothing. Um, yeah, well, because he, he comes back on the scene and, like, everyone, because they don't know that he's, like, being a PI. They're like, oh, like, why is her ex here? No, I didn't finish my Cheez-Its. Where are my Cheez-Its? Oh, fucking Cheez-Its. So we can continue. Okay. Um, yeah. He, he's, like, the wisecrack detective and he's like, I could use your help. And then they, there's, like, a montage of, like, I don't know, them eating donuts or something together in, like, a car, in the car or whatever. Oh, yeah, and there's, like, the scenes with, like, the guy at the restaurant? I vaguely remember that. Yeah, I don't remember it enough. Where he, like, doesn't he order, don't they order something that's so weird and it comes out and it's not even what they ordered? I don't remember. All right, anyway, not really that important. Um, it was bad. It was really bad. It was... It was so convoluted. Like the plot was, was so, con- there was, so there was hard to follow there because was, there was no plot. It was like there was the motives were all over the place. Like I don't know why she even agreed to work with the PI. Like she's all like she, at first she was like no I won't, and then five minutes later she's like okay I'm in. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. The whole movie didn't even know. No. Anyway, let's move on. Oh, but Christmas. at the start, too, she meets the PI guy slash cousin's ex-boyfriend at, like, the bakery. And then oh, right, minutes, right, right. And she doesn't know him at all. And five minutes later, like, she literally walks up to him and she's like, why are you here? Yeah, like, my cousin's like, ex. Yeah. And it's like, why didn't you know like, that five minutes? Why didn't you let me talk about the bakery this morning? Yeah, like, doing a whole more, like, plot hole, am I right? Um, <laughs> I don't know how you get a plot hole in the first eight minutes of a movie. <laughs> it is yeah, the right. So Chris's wedding planner, like, plot made no sense. They fall in love at the end. Still makes no sense. Did um, they? Yeah. That makes sense. Is that the true meaning of Christmas? <laughs> what is the fucking true meaning of Christmas? Cheez-Its. <laughs> These are good Cheez-Its. Um, anyway, what's next? Right. So anyway, like the only, the only ridiculous, like the part that stands out to me most was just the actress not delivering her lines. That was just it was funny. So it was, funny. It was, it was one of those movies that's like so bad it's funny. Exactly. As compared to the next that's two, which are so niche. bad they're bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So all right, number seven out of eight. 
Christmas with a view. Let's discuss this the movie. View, the view in the title appears about four times. <laughs> the worst ever green screen photoshopped in background of a mountain. Yeah, oh, and like a blue sky that's like there's no contrast or anything. They're like taking this. They're it'll be like scenes looking out from the from the like what is it like a restaurant? It's a ski resort. Yeah, resort. Looking out over the view, and it's like you're looking out a window at this view, and there's like it's like clear as day. There is no glass in front of you. The way they set it up. Right, so Christmas with a view. This this movie is probably the one I have the most thoughts about. It, it stars the girl from Degrassi, but her mom, who's Asian, but her mom <laughs> is the A Fox, which was a little ethnically confusing. But like, go for it. We love you know minorities in lead roles. Um, maybe a little mm-hmm. more consistency, but yeah. Except can- except the mom had literally three scenes. The, the, the mom fact had that she was in the movie at all. Them stole those scenes that she every time she was in it she's the reason that the movie gets to seventh instead of eighth (laughs) Um, right so what is the the plot okay yeah there was no plot plot. doesn't start until 80 minutes in and it's about a 100 minute movie right it is (laughs) like i'm not even the vast majority of scenes like or just filler. It's filler. Easily 75% of the scenes could have been cut in any other movie. And it would have made absolutely no difference. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, literally. Like, it so- starts out, and, they, and she, it's like, um, she works at the restaurant. She's, like, the, like, staff manager. Yeah. Um, and, like, they hire this, like, celebrity chef to come work at the restaurant. And, like, everyone's fawning over him, um, including, like, these two girls who are only in the movie for like i guess comedic relief they're but in their the, characters are so cringy this but they're obsessed with the show celebrity chef they're uh-huh. both named jessica or janice janice and they're both just absolute crack whores and i love them <laughs> yeah it was great but also just shocking in the context of the movie yeah so um Right, okay. Uh, yeah, a couple other main, things to note. One, it snows the whole time and mm-hmm. they drive everywhere in sedans. <laughs> and, and there no, are no plowed roads. No, no like, We did not see a single, like, we did not see asphalt the entire movie. Oh, and there were and cars everywhere. In every shot of someone cooking, they had about three stock shots of people cooking and they just kept reusing it <laughs> right. and it was all like oh my god it was one, like one, one was like was a, they had like a skillet two, two with like three, three zucchini pieces yeah. in it in oil there was, and it, they literally and were like just, maybe like a tomato slice yeah no it was literally <laughs> just three pieces of zucchini in a skillet and they were like tossing the zucchini yeah. in the oil we paused like, we fire. paused the cooking scene so many times just to destroy who thought yeah. this is how a kitchen functions? Has anyone ever cooked? Like every time it was the three zucchini and it was the zucchini were on fire. And I was mm-hmm. like, I don't think you need yeah. to do that to prepare zucchini. Um, also, let's talk about ski resort. Did not see a single person skiing, but we did see a barn one, and a silo. One person skiing at the begin, very, very, very beginning. Ah, I missed it. 
it was that was when I first noticed the horrible, horrible green screen melon. <laughs> um, you right, so the, the the skiing shot was literally shot in an LA studio. Mm-hmm. It was like you well, could. Fully, I literally fully. looked at it and I was like, "That is indoors, and it is on a five foot tall hump." Yep. Like that is not a ski anything. Exactly. Now, so again, plot did not really happen at all. Like we were watching this and we were like, what the actual fuck is happening? Because there's like, they were introducing so many characters. Like half of this movie was just different people meeting different people. Each other. (laughs) Yeah, meeting each other. None of them had. And we were like, why are any of these characters relevant? Uh, Newsflash, most of them were not. Most of them were not. Um, (laughs) The first like hour-ish plus is just the main character and the uh, celebrity chef guy falling in love and then having a fight where he was just kind of an asshole and like mm-hmm. didn't right, right. Have, he didn't have any really redeeming qualities but then she was also really mean to him at one point they did they really were a very toxic couple no chemistry um no chemistry at all and and then somehow at about literally like the like the final 20 minutes massive pivot to be all about them like uncovering this like embezzlement scandal that the um oh right right i forgot about that yeah it it was like a um like landscaping yeah he was landscaping he was like the city he was doing city planner city planner he was doing white collar well her so her best friend's boyfriend is a city planner yeah and they like and they they had a scene where they were like like going into his office at night like his office that he works at and they like made it seem like they were breaking and entering yeah and you're like you work here like you can they're like oh they were like oh my god we're so this is the craziest thing we've ever done and it's like he literally has a key <laughs> like, he knows the alarm code. Like you're not breaking right, it. Right, right, right. Just right. walking in to um, get a file. Yeah, and they find <laughs> out that something that the 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 owner of the ski resort was doing some shady business dealings and all that, which right. spells drama. Which goes back to my earlier hypothesis: the true meaning of Christmas is white collar crime. Wow, true. We do have a uh, we're starting to see a pattern. Clear fucking pattern. Wow, There's pattern emerging. Yeah, and then somehow, somehow the movie ends on a sentimental note with like the celebrity chef, um, like his parents used to like come to the ski resort and like they had like an yeah. ornament, and like it was it made absolutely no sense in the context because it was the first time we were ever hearing that he even had parents. <laughs> and then he some and he somehow bought the main character a hotel. And he was like, "And I'm gonna run it with you," which given their relationship track record, which was about two weeks long and had about three major breakups. Um, Mm -hmm. I can't predict that that hotel is going to have a very. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, No. Seeing as how the only thing he can make is zucchini and only like three slices of zucchini at a time. Mm -hmm. I don't think the menu is going to be that great either. (laughs) Oh, and the show that he was on to become a celebrity chef was the shittiest photoshopped like video 
right. like the, the most horribly edited video I've ever seen in my life. And yeah. the host of it was Arissa Cox, the host of, of Canadian Big Brother. Oh, right, right, right. I forgot about that Which part. So weird. Yeah, and also, like, like, the kitchen staff for, like, the main character girl's restaurant was, like, watching this show, like, on the TV and, like, in, like, the restaurant, I guess. And, like, it's just on in the background, like, after it's lost relevancy to the situation. And he's, like, there, like, taking his shirt off for oh, some yeah. reason. <laughs> like, yeah. after he won. And we, we were, like, what? Just on in the background, and he just, like, takes off his shirt. And, and We're, like, did they just, like, tell them to just, like, do whatever? Uh, like, you're, like, yeah, this is just going to be on the TV, like, in the background. Um, like, it was, like, like you can just try to, like, say, like, this is going to be the love interest. Also, the dialogue in this movie was so uh, bad. Oh, it was like pulling teeth. It was unbelievable. There were so many scenes where she, the main character, whatever her fucking name was, I don't even know if she had a name, mm. she would walk up to celebrity chef guy. There was one scene where she literally just walks up to him and goes, "Hi, um, hi," and he goes, "Hi, uh, hi." <laughs> right. They they was, dragged out the dialogue. It was he says her name, and she goes, "Oh yeah, that's my name. Um, nice to meet you." Um, mm-hmm. and they've already met they were trying to be like quirky and awkward but it just it was like starting and stopping and it was like it was just so uncomfortable it was, it was like very, it was like when you put like too much stuff in the blender and it just doesn't <laughs> it was yeah it was just, and it was you have to just keep starting it over and over again it, that was the dialogue for this it was movie. constipated <laughs> okay Okay, enough with Christmas one with Christmas Christmas with a view. Right, the view. The view. View air quotes. Okay, <laughs> coming in last. The worst movie that we have seen so far of these eight. Hometown. <laughs> <laughs> Hometown holiday. <laughs> Hometown holiday. Okay. The first fifty minutes of it take place in the heat of summer. Yeah, no, okay. Like there's two things to note here. One. Um the hometown, the hometown part is not there in the movie. It's not. There's his- no. There's no hometown, and there's no holiday. It starts. It starts on New Year's Eve, and it cycles through all the holidays leading up to Christmas, and then the final scene well, happens on Christmas. Well, they do that. They it starts on New Year's Eve, and then later on, it's like Thanksgiving, then Christmas. Yeah. But in but the ma- the majority of the movie takes place on some undefined day in the middle of the fucking summer. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. No. Um, no. Exactly. So basically, the plot, like the movie, starts with this like country singer guy, who, right. even though he's the opening scene of the movie, becomes like a side character. Becomes like like the most side character of all time. Yeah. He's like he's, playing he's, his guitar, and he goes viral on the internet. And and so this. And then this, he's not even the main character. So you're like, why is he in the first scene? He's like, clearly he setting up to be. He would have been a much better main character, but regardless. Also, it had nothing to do with the plot, barely. So the main, well, no. So it is. So kind of. So the main character yeah. then is is a is a entertainment lawyer, um, who I guess wants to sign this, Spoken McDreamboat country singer guy. So he goes to his sister's town, not his hometown. His sister's right, exactly. Town, where the guy is from. And <laughs> a more apt name for this movie would have been. Town. My sister's hometown holiday. Yeah, <laughs> not even holiday. My sister's hometown um, wedding. 
wedding wedding crash visit trip. Yeah, visit uh, sibling relationship. So like he goes to Weird. visit his sister, and his sister's well, like, I know that the reason you're here is just to go see him. Like, not you don't give a shit that I'm pregnant. Whatever, it's cool. And he's like, Yep. Um, so then she like brings him to a wedding that the country singer guy is at. Then he, there's these two sisters mm-hmm. who are wedding planners who I have never seen in a movie two people talk this ridiculously. These two sisters talk to each other as if they're like, like, I, I think I just said what Like, not related. They They'd all, be like, hey, sis. Like, first of all, anyone who, if you're going to write sibling dialogue, you no one ever you, calls their sibling sis or bro. Or bro, yeah. Or, or like, bro. hey, stepbrother. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> hey, stepbrother, you help me out of this refrigerator. Um, the They talk to each other. I thought it was literally like an NYU Tisch sophomore, like a dramatic art, dramatic performing art sophomore doing a <laughs> woman show. Right. Like, that was how they all... That was how they communicated with each other. Like, it was all fucking soliloquies. 100 Oh, their dead parents or some shit like that. Was, that was how these two sisters talked, about, talked, talked right. to each other. Every conversation they had was, like, an emotional investigation into, like, their pasts and shit. And it's, like, can't you just, like, talk, like, can you just talk normally? Right. I don't know why they talked. They talked so. So hard. it was so. It was atrocious. It was. It was, it was heavy, but it wasn't well written. Right. Um, and then, so the one of the wedding planner girls meets the the lawyer guy at the wedding that he's crashing just to get that guy to sign the, the contract, but he doesn't. He the the lawyer guy has a girlfriend back home. So, but he and the wedding planner girl spend the whole day together, and I guess fall in love. Mm-hmm. In one single date one day 24 one day, hours one day not even 24 hours it is maybe four or five they then he flies back home to california his girlfriend's cheating on him with another guy <laughs> at the agency and he's like in one day bitch are you serious it's also it's someone at his office it's also another guy at his office because his girl this girl wants to just like wants him to like send her like like get her in contact with agents and stuff whatever um, really not, did not affect the plot. Like, I just, they could have cut this whole thing and the plot would have been the same. Um, and then he's sad and heartbroken, not about the ex-girlfriend, but about the girl that he met in his sister's town. And in, But instead of just saying, like, yo, my girlfriend dumped me, oops, let's bang, he just gets, like, mopey. Right, and then he also, and then he lies to her about being a rancher. Oh yeah, he lied to her about being a rancher, which was like super off. Like, the like they're all ran, like they're all ranchers. I didn't even process. And he's it like, oh my god, I don't point. fit in, and she's like, so you're, they're like, where's your ranch? And he's like, oh, nearby. I li- yeah, I didn't even process that as a plot point. <laughs> it was, it was. Well, so, I mean, it, it wasn't. It wasn't, but if you Google this movie. There are so many different plot descriptions. Yeah, because no one has ever actually watched the movie. It's literally like Schrodinger's plot. It it is every every description of this movie has a completely different takeaway of what the plot main plot was. Exactly. As soon as you think you understand what the plot is, the reality changes. 
and, and the, the plot is completely different. And the other wedding planner sister is super interested in the country singer guy romantically, but like it's a that is significantly more interesting than what we actually got, right. which is just the ugliest, most annoying, whiny lawyer dude. Yeah, he was like being this annoying chick. Oh, and then she wants to be an actress, and then he gets mad at her for that because he's like, "You just want me because right. I'm an entertainment lawyer," and then right because he's like, apparently in in his job in L.A., he's like, he believes he's in among fame, and he like he's like, "I don't want that life anymore. I want to live on a ranch," even though he doesn't even know how to cut wood. Like, there's a scene where he's like holding an axe, and he's like. Oh, what do I do with this? Like, buddy, it is an axe. Oh my god, this guy was. This movie was directed by a guy named Justin Dick. Just. Justin. Dick. Just Dickin. Justin Dick. Just. I'm trying to make a joke and it's not working. I am looking at the cover. The cover of this movie. I am looking away. (laughs) There's There's a character on the cover of this movie that I was 100% never in this movie. <laughs> Wait, show me. She was never in this movie. Who the fuck is that? <laughs> I don't know. She was not in this movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right, so then it... it so this movie's based like on the mad- novel. Oh my what? god, what is the novel? I don't know. I'm... I have to read it. Is it? Is it like... like it, like an erotic, it has to be like one of those like adult okay. erotic novels. Here's the, here's the Google summary of it. A woman who is this is that is honestly the main character, like the character's name is. It could just be a woman. <laughs> a woman who escapes the city in favor of her small hometown finds herself falling for a rancher, but he's not. What he <laughs> That's not the plot. He's the, yeah exactly. The She's the rancher. He's the, from coming from the big city. Well, she came from the big city too. She went moved. She lived in New York for like a minute. And then moved home. Oh, right. Yeah, because she was, like, almost a famous actor. Right. And they have this scene. Right, right, right. They have this scene where she auditions for, like, the town, like, Christmas pageant. And she's so atrocious. And then, like, later they reveal that she was, like, an up-and-coming star who, like, who, like, who decided not to pursue fame. Yeah. The only thing worse you know, than like thing in this movie is her acting, acting as, an as a bad actor. Like, imagine a bad actor pretending to be a bad actor no it's her it's a bad actor pretending to be a good actor which just ends up being no she was well yeah right right right. she was but she was pretending to be bad first like because she's she's trying to audition and she's like can't get into her rhythm so it was a bad yeah she was a bad actor (laughs) acting as a bad actress but then actually a good actress it was a bad actor acting as a good actress being bad but then getting good right (laughs) so many fucking levels and then didn't fucking work (laughs) and then it ends with him like dressing up in a santa suit and like crashing the christmas pageant to um to uh profess his love for this girl and i don't even remember what she says and they went on three dates total they knew each other max like he proposes he crashes the stage and he fucking proposes to her right he proposes he had gone on total Three dates. Right. And it was like spread out over some like a, a longer period of time. Also, there's a scene where he like is trying to text her 
Wait, what happens in this scene? Oh, it was so oh, funny. He gets back and he gets finds his girlfriend cheating on him, and he me he like sent he like wants to like send her a text, but then he accidentally doesn't know how to work his phone and calls her instead, and then they talk for a second and it's super awkward. And I'm just like, why don't you just like, right, right, right? He he calls her and he's like, oh hey, I'm really busy at work. Like, why did you call? Because he calls accidentally because apparently even though he's maybe 26, doesn't know how to use an iPhone. There was also no send button when he was typing his text. It was just a keyboard. So he <laughs> wouldn't been able to send it anyways. So I think that's uh, no hometown, no holiday coming in last on our list because that was just so atrociously like nothing happened the whole time it was so what's our what's our our next movie is gonna be uh i think princess switch 2 the second one switch 2 and then i want to find some more hallmark one i'm gonna I, i i will even i'll splurge for a month of a vpn Wow. Or something so we can watch the shittiest one. Because our main struggle with this... We need to create like a Patreon for our podcast. (laughs) Our main struggle with this has been that some movies are not available in Canada and the United States. And for for our listeners, Ben Ben lives in Montreal and I live in in Washington, D.C. So those are not on on the, the, the Netflix isn't the same. Right, right. Which is tough. very well explained, Mr. Horvath. Don't call me that. Ew. <laughs> Mr. What? Horvath will see you now. Okay, we need we need an outro. That's not what I just said. <laughs> Can you do the the sign the Seinfeld theme? <gasps> Bye. Wait, we'll end it. Wait, I'm just trying to end the meeting. Bye. Bye.